What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 41 of Damn That's Good with Big Salinas Barbecue. I'm Randy Salinas, joined by my brother, Junior Salinas. Uh, we do have some guests coming on. We're just waiting for them to hop on. I know Chad's going to be a little bit late. Uh, Max may hop on a little bit later. Uh, but we got a good, fun episode. We're talking about backyard barbecue, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so if you do have any barbecue questions for the backyard, let us know. Uh, and then, of course, this episode, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, which are Holy Smoke Spice Company, Brothers Keepers Barbecue, Prairie Fresh, Meat Huggers, and Mad Cow Cutlery. So if you haven't checked out their stuff, be sure to check out their stuff. Uh, they got some amazing products. Uh, but let's get this show started. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Before we get anything going, uh, big shout out, big prayers going to the barbecue broker and his family uh, as they experience something that no parent would ever want to experience. I know our parents wouldn't want to do anything. Uh, I would hate to get that phone call. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you to the barbecue broker for this stuff today. In memory of it, I'll get the, the pointing right. But uh, Again, big thoughts, big prayers with you. We love you. We're here with you. If you need anything, be sure to holler at your barbecue family. But let's get right into it. That, going right into that, that's my small business shout out, is the barbecue broker up there. Uh, hit him up for all your catering needs and the big pig up there, and he will help you out uh, from there. What do you got as far as your small business shout out? Uh, small business shout out, going to go to uh, George Kano. He's got a good... Uh, line of health foods coming out so if you want some week weekly or daily uh, health foods health health meals i should say hit up george kano he just started that part of it and of course he's also got gc seasoning some amazing products out there uh, you can pick some up at joe's meat market um, or any other of his other stores that he has around uh, dfw in uh, texas so that Shout out to George Kano Jr., GC Seasoning. Be sure to hit him up for any kind of rubs that you want. Or like I said, if you're on the, that diet, looking for a good healthy meal for work, home, whatever the case may be is, uh, hit him up and he will get you some good meals that will help you in that diet and re help you reach that goal. But that's my small business shout out. Yeah, like I said, mine was the uh, the barbecue broker. Okay. Yeah, out there, you know, it's a tough time. Like I said, he, he, to wake up to that, that's what I woke up to. I can't even imagine going through that with the call if that was eating or or something. Uh, so uh, thoughts and prayers with him. I'm sure he'll give us an update when he feels it's necessary, and we will be patient, and we will just keep praying uh, until then. But uh, let's get into it before we get into our questions. What were you cooking this past couple weekends? Uh, I didn't cook anything this past couple weekends. Um, but I can remember. I mean, this is, you know, starting a new job. You kind of kind of couldn't. Uh, but yeah, I hadn't really cooked anything up this past week or so. Um, just kind of relaxing, getting used to um, standing on my feet 12 hours a day. But easy work. I will take it uh, to definitely uh, just kind of get used to that part of it. What did you cook up? Uh, nothing. We went to the uh, 
went to the Garth Brooks concert on Saturday and uh, had a great time. He puts on a really good concert, um, got a little inebriated, probably spent way too much money on alcohol, but uh, it was the first time we've gone out without eating in a while. Uh, we let y'all handle eating duty. Uh, she came back with uh, no no bruises, no broken bones. So I guess it's a success from y'all's point of view. Uh, but it was, like I said, such a great night, such a fun night. Didn't get out of there. Didn't get out of there till around midnight. Didn't get home till right around two. Wake up to go to church the next morning. Missed half of it. Um, got in there late and then just went in to our members meeting. But uh, like I said, we really did. I really haven't done any cooking since the last time, but I'm trying and I'm excited about maybe cooking some chicken. Uh, so maybe some chicken wings on the, the Weber. You can't go wrong with chicken wings. Uh, put it, put that little two-step on there. We're good to go. Yeah. You're going to sauce them. You're going to, how are you going to, going to cook them? I haven't decided. Uh, I thought about doing some chicken wings for the 27th for our draft, if you can make it out uh, to that. Randy, uh, making a bunch of chicken wings, just doing it a bunch of different ways. Do it grilled and then sauce them up. Uh, and then I thought about doing some with sauce, leaving it, and then some saucing it, putting it back on there like you would, uh, like a competition or something, just to let it set and then sit and then go back from there. But uh, just thinking of all these different ways that I can do it and try it and, uh, and go for it, see what happens. Maybe throw a rack of ribs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely can't go with chicken wings and ribs. Uh, always going to turn out good either way, whether you're saucing them, not saucing them. Uh, as long as you can get them crispy, all right, they're going to turn out delicious. That much I know. That's the key because it's like that day we did the brisket. You made it turn out really good as far as the um, the chicken wings that we were waiting on the brisket. No, it wasn't the brisket. Yeah, it was. And uh, we threw those really down, really did a good job there. And then uh, they came out crispy, came out fun, and uh, tasted really good, especially with some of the rubs and seasonings that you do on there. So uh, I don't know. That's I thought about that. You know, part of me says, "Hey, try the the pork butt and stuff," but I don't know. That may be just a, a dream here coming up or something. Need to do some think of how I would want to cook it, but we'll go from there. Uh, what are you interested in cooking? What do you want to cook? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to getting that tomahawk cooked after game one when I come back. I said, following Saturday, yeah, you're going to be cooking me up a tomahawk. Um, you, you're, going to, you're going to be cooking me one. Um, we have a break going on. Uh, for those that are interested uh, in the update to the bet, it, Chelsea will not be included because she does not want to have to lose giving up anything. Um, and that just seems it needs to be a bet between her and Randy uh, and not me. So uh, the bet is they go three downs and out. They do not get a first down. So they can go four, four on fourth down, fourth and one, and not get it. They, they have to get at least one first down on the first drive of the first season against Tampa Bay. 
I say they can do it. Randy says no. It has already come down the pipe. Zeke's not playing this whole uh, preseason, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, I don't expect any of the starters to do it. They only have, what, three preseason games, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, whatever. Whatever. I mean, reports coming out. They're, play- they're practicing like duty, so uh, you never know what can happen. Um, you know, like I just said, either way, it's going to be a good tomahawk cook. Uh, and I'm going to be enjoying eating it. Me for me, I'm gonna enjoy you. They're gonna do a slant route and the second the second play to CD Lamb. He's gonna break one tackle, get 12 yards, not 13, not 11, 12 yards, first down, and I'm gonna be having my tomahawk steak the following Saturday. Well, that's to be a Saturday. First of all, you you ain't even gonna see it because you're gonna be at work. So I don't even want to hear your mess. I don't need to see it. Don't need to see it. Just go ahead and have it cooked, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you got football. Football is coming around, and you obviously we got uh, NCAA coming on. Um, some good games, you know, coming early. Um, you know, don't be surprised if seeing some upsets. Um, that what starts this month, I believe. I right? think. So. Oh, I think so. When does the college football thing? Oh, it's starting soon. But, you know, can't wait for football to get back. Um, Look forward to it. Definitely be going to be cooking up some stuff in the backyard game day on Saturdays. Um, First games are August 27th. Um, Not very big games that day, but we get those. That means when we do our draft at my house, we can have some games. Florida State may win that game, so that may be on. Uh, they play, I don't know, Florida High School. Uh, and let's see who else is playing on that one. Uh, North Texas is playing, so we'll have some, we'll have some actual football games. Uh, they're not the big names, and I throw Florida State in there because they've fallen off. They're my team, but they've fallen off. Uh, and then the next week, September 1st, we really get to rocking and rolling, so uh, – Football season is coming along really, really, uh, really quick, and I'm excited about it. Uh, of course, NFL doesn't get started till the eighth, I do believe. Uh, so uh, we'll Somewhere see there. from there. But uh, I did like to do our. I usually like to do our fantasy football draft later, like right before the thing. But with the none of the starters really playing uh, and them having a week off, I figured, what the heck. Uh, let's go ahead and, and do it uh, when we can do it. You know, I knew we had to have it on a Saturday with you and your new job. So uh, should be good. Should be good. Should be exciting. But let's keep it going now. While we wait for these other ones to drip, some of them are at events and stuff, and they're going to try to hop on. I'm getting, I think we're both getting some messages here. Uh, let's go to our segment as we talk about around inside the pit. This is one of our things here. We like to talk about food inside the pit. We've kind of teased it already. We've kind of talked about it already. I asked it very late because like I said, I've been under the weather. So forgive me, uh, on asking it super late. We'll try to get some answers as they come in. What it's, how do you cook your chicken? 
And well, I know it's different, it all depends on which way, but how would you cook your normal chicken versus your chicken wings right here? How would you cook like, you know, your thighs and legs, your half chickens that you do for competition as opposed to just a chicken wing? I'm gonna go and buy it at Popeyes or go and buy it on Walmart. Uh, no, I mean it's a open. That's an open-ended question. You, you got You had to. You have to be more detailed than that. Uh, that's the. But you know, chicken, whether it's whole chicken, half chicken, um, chicken pieces, you know, quarters, whatever the case may be, is uh, you know those. Were, I'm gonna cook them like I said before, high temperature, three fifty, three seventy-five. Um, we kind of cook it fast, hot. Um, to get that skin crispy um, so definitely if you're going to brine it feel free to brine it if not uh, just get that chicken dry so pat it dry leave it in the refrigerator to air dry so that way the skin gets dry um, and then season it so that way rub sticks and you're able to get a better color overall um, that's the way i go with it certainly you can cook it on a smoker, you know, drum smoker, uh, over, you know, direct holes if you're doing like a little grill. Uh, can't go wrong either way. Uh, bugs at 350, 375, you're just kind of getting it up to, you know, 175, 180. I've seen people cook 180, 200. Uh, we're just trying to get it to the temperature you want. We've done this, that it's all cooked through, all that kind of stuff. Chicken, I honestly will go just basically lump charcoal if I'm cooking it on the drum. Um, throw in some cherry wood is what I use. Um, can't go with, you know, pecan, apple, peach. If you want to go oak, something like that. Um, whatever kind of flavors you want, you can impart that in there. Um, you know, sky's the limit. There are no barbecue rules, like I said before. You can cook it however you, however you want. Chicken wings, kind of almost the same thing. You're just going to get them real, real crispy. Uh, kind of like, you know, that crispiness if you were to deep fry them. And then you can sauce them, not sauce them. Doesn't matter however you like it. Um, I've done it to where, you know, kind of season them a little bit. Crisp, you know, smoke them, get them crispy. And then hit it a little bit more with some rub just to kind of give it more pop on the end. And it kind of gives it, you know, if you're looking for a little bit spicy, you can certainly hit it with a little bit more spice on it. Um, but that's my preferred chicken method. Um, what, you know, let us know in the comments what your, what y'all's way do you like to cook it? You know, what type of, what type of wood y'all like to use? Um, and of course, thank you for coming, Chris Bustos and then Camp House Barbecue Company. Thank y'all for joining. Uh, like I said, comment down below what y'all's favorite. Yeah way to cook chicken with chicken wings or chicken has let us know yes yes chris posted here on uh facebook about doing potentially what's your favorite flavor of smoke is it oak is it cherry i know we're partial to pecan what's your uh, i did a pecan cherry mix one time and it actually turned out very well um turned out really really well uh, I was trying to message some other ones that were getting here. Uh, like I said, come in, say hi, ask your questions. We're here to answer them as we are live. Uh, 
here on Facebook and YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button so you are uh, notified anytime we go live here in the future. Uh, but what is your favorite flavors, Randy? You do more smoking and cooking than I do. Uh, so, I mean, I've used pecan, post oak, uh, cherry, and a little bit, some apple. Um, brisket, I will go mainly pecan, um, just because that's what we used. And it kind of makes the brisket and barbecue stand out a little bit more than a lot of people who use post oak um, or oak in general. Um, the way I look at it is with catering uh, or cooking for people, you know, whatever it may be is, if we're going to go sell somewhere, I want our stuff to taste different than what you would get at a restaurant. You know, whether it be Pecan Lodge, you know, uh, Hurtado's, all these, you know, amazing top 50 restaurants. Um, I want our stuff to taste different than theirs. So we go, well, you know, it's the same flavor, salt, pepper, garlic, all that kind of stuff. I want it to taste a little bit different. That's why I use pecan. Um, can't go wrong with post oak. Like I said, I've cooked in a delicious competition brisket with using pecan. Um, chicken. Like I said, I'll, I'll use cherry. Um, pork, I will throw in some pecan and cherry in there. Maybe some hickory in there as well. Um, you can get the B&B &B hickory lump and use that in there um, to kind of give a more balanced flavor. Um, but I'm just, when I bite into something, I want to taste, you know, deliciousness of everything. That's my preferred. Those are my preferred, you know, flavors that I'll cook with, you know. Like I said, pecan, uh, oak every now and then, but mainly pecan, cherry, and uh, hickory, and then some apple. That's it right there. Uh, some other people have posted in. They will use post oak, the hickory, or pecan. Just said it 100% depends on their mood. They're cooking their chicken legs or thighs indirect on their Weber. Uh, I see that Johnny Mags is joining us here. Uh, we get going here asking questions i believe he's getting some stuff situated uh, he's gonna be in the car driving yeah. i think he's on his way from an event so he may be cutting in and yeah, out burger he had a burger competition so definitely when he gets on we'll ask him how that went how did it go and of course if y'all don't know on Tuesdays, check out Pit Life Barbecue's podcast. He's live on Facebook every Tuesday. You can also check out his stuff uh, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, Pit Life Barbecue does some amazing interviews. Uh, definitely a lot different than ours, a lot better than ours. We just kind of wing it. We don't, you know, we just shoot from the hip. Uh, so definitely check out his stuff. Let's do a shout out here um, from the Good Vibes Family Podcast, a Good Day for Football Podcast. Troy celebrating a huge milestone, four years of being sober. Uh, that is huge, especially if anybody who suffered from that knows that will forgive that he's a Washington Commanders fan. Uh, but so our hats off to you, brother. Keep up the good work. Stay sober uh, and stay on that right path because uh, you can, just like Chris says, you can do anything. Never forget it. So big shout out to him uh, on that milestone as well as he goes for year five now as he comes up. So 
Let's get it going. What else? So you've got the thing. You've got your chicken. You've got your thigh. Have you watched? Let me ask you this. Have you seen the show Barbecue USA? Have you been able to catch it? I've seen I've seen parts here and there. Uh, I've kind of get home a little bit late, and then by my eating, sit down. It's you know already eight twenty, eight thirty. Um, Y'all have DVRs. You can record it. I don't want a DVR. No, I ain't got, I ain't got the time for it. Uh, but the glimpse that I have watched, it is a great show. Uh, definitely, if you want to see what kind of goes on in the competition, definitely watch Barbecue USA. Uh, some of the guys that we've competed against, you know, Chicken Fried Barbecue, LC Barbecue, um, Fed Robles, all these great, amazing pet masters uh, on the show competing against each other. You know, so definitely for looking for a new show to watch, definitely watch, check that out. So that one in Texas, you competed up against most of those guys. Yeah, Is I competed it- against some of them, most of them there. That was the KCBS one. Didn't go to that one, but um, yeah, we competed against some of them. Um, you know, they're amazing cooks for sure. Uh, you you know, need to try one um, for sure, but yeah, uh, it's t- a totally different world. It's a totally different thing. Chelsea keeps asking, "Well, what's the difference? What's the difference?" and that's the key, uh, and and the guy who runs it, the dude the main on it, Simon, an iron chef. Iron chef. If he tries your food, tells you it's good, you know it's good. Uh, and how the different, how the rules stay the same no matter where they go. They don't care um, what they turn in. Now they were turning in chicken. Most of them turn in thighs, trimmed up. Uh, the competitions we've done, they we turn in a half chicken. What? What do you think would be the difference in your cooking in that regard, having to do that? I mean, there's no difference. You're going to use the same flavor profile. It's just theirs. You have cooking chicken thighs and chicken legs. You're cooking for bite through chicken skin. Um, so you're not really kind of doing much different. You're just trying to get that it's a bite through chicken skin and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, that's my opinion. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, Robert Rocha was the So Smoking Gooder show. Uh, is going to be airing here later at 8 o'clock. That's another good pod, uh, podcast to check out. Um, he's done some KCBS. He can definitely shed some light on the difference between um, cooking chicken hash and chicken thighs and chicken legs. Uh, so like I said, you're going to basically cooking for the same flavor profile. It's just you're not going to be going uh, for the knife and fork. You're going for bite through. Just like you would ribs. Um, you That bite through, not falling apart, not pulling, you know, pulling apart for the chicken skin. You want to bite through everything stays in place. What do your knees screaming in the background? Um, so, yeah, that beat he didn't scream in the background because you can't hear it. You can hear it now. Uh, but what is your main difference? I mean, what, why KCBS versus, let's say, like the Lone Star Winner Champions Barbecue Alliance? 
I mean, the main difference is just like the KCBS is bigger. Uh, it's bigger throughout the country. Um, here in Texas, you know, IBCA, Lone Star, CBA, Outlaw, uh, those are all the ones kind of big here in Texas. KCBS is, you're going to be able to compete in those throughout the entire country. Those, like I said, you're looking for uh, bite-through chicken. Um, the ribs just want that bite-through, not falling apart. Um, that, you know, that bin test on the brisket, all that kind of stuff. It's a different challenge. You're cooking, you know, turn-ins are 30 minutes apart versus an hour. Um, so it is a more of a challenge in there. I mean, you can compete in either one of them. It's up to your preference on which ones you want to cook. You want to cook them all. Um, some people would just go KCBS and all that. Um, but from what I can see is KCBS doesn't pay out a lot. So cooking here in Texas kind of helps because you can you have the chance of getting more money here in Texas. With, you know, IBCA, CBA, all those kind of, book, you know, cooking associations versus going to KCBS and you may win first place and you may get three, four in the clubs. Yeah, that is true. Because, uh, and I noticed with some of the, all these competitions, there's a lot of people out, you know, it's, it's big cooks, it's big competitions uh, that do travel. Like we saw another one, uh, another episode where Chicken Fried was back in Atlanta doing one, mm -hmm. uh, was in Georgia somewhere doing one. It might not have been necessarily Atlanta, but uh, so you you look at those and how he goes and he scores well in chicken everywhere he goes. So every time he wins, it's like, well, the, the man can't cook some chicken. There ain't no <laughs> doubt about it. So uh, that is the key from there. So we'll see. Like I said, what the future holds. Do you? Do you see yourself getting in any competitions while it's 200,000 degrees outside? Huh? 200,000 degrees? Where are you trying to cook it? Tight. Like I told you, when it gets hot, when it hits here in Texas, 100 degrees, we're not, I'm not cooking. You can go out there and cook if you want. But That's a lie. You will cook. I'm saying my butt inside. The only time I'm cooking is I'm going to cook for, you know, customers. Uh, but I'm definitely not going to go outside cooking uh, 100 degree, degrees out there, you know, 110, <laughs> or like someone walking around the zoo in 100 degree weather. It was a lot of shade in there, so don't even, don't even. Apparently there wasn't enough shade for you to get a little bit sick. <laughs> and, uh, I, I got sick with something else. We, we won't mention it on there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Max, so Max is having some uh, it won't let him unmute so Max may have to wait till he gets home I guess uh, I'm not sure exactly what it's doing uh, but that's fine I said Chad uh, no, is going to hop on here later uh, once he gets done with his event um, and then we'll talk with him um some of the other barbecue questions that we had is, you know, what was our opinion on pellet grills? Uh, I'm going to let you go first. What's your opinion on pellet grills? <laughs> Let's put it this way in the perspective. We did the, the show 
had a they had a competition, and I won't say what episode or anything like that. And they had a pellet smoker. Somebody was using a pellet smoker, and he was like, "Oh, see, I don't have to get up and do all this and that, and I can just do this, and it does it all for me." I'm not a fan of it. I think there's, I understand you can get a different flavor, you get a different smoke, you did a different, you can do things different, but part of the thing that I like about the competition or I like about it is getting up and getting the fire going, making sure your temperature stays and you're battling the elements with that. The fact that you can take a pellet smoker, set it to 275 or 300 and just leave it there. Yeah. It to me it just is like, okay, now you see why it's people refer to it as an easy bake oven. Yes, I know that there's been world champions that have won it. Um I know I know all the reasons why people have it and use it. And if you use it, more power to you. I'm not gonna be not against you for using it or not. And yes, there's a learning curve with anything, but um I think that's my thought is I'm not a huge fan of it. I like the fact that I got to go. I got to mess with the fire. I got to take, you know, how the wind's hitting it. I got to make sure my vents are properly things that they have the right airflow. Am I using the right charcoal, the lumps? What am I using? All of it taken into consideration when I think of uh, that. So I would say a big, not for me, on a pellet smoker. What about you? Uh, I mean, I haven't used one. You know, certainly if someone wants to buy one, go for it. Um, definitely, if you don't have a lot of time, um, certainly the way to go. Um, you know, they do get, honestly, a bad rap. People, you know, not liking them. It's not real barbecue, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think at the end of the day, Barbecues, barbecues, as long as you and your family enjoy it, that's one thing that matters. Um, so, like I said, if you want to do, use it, use it. Um, certainly, it does not matter. Um, like I said, you know, I don't, I don't own, own one. I don't, I've never used one. Uh, can't give you the, you know, good things, bad things with it. But, you know, hey, like I said, as long as you know how to use it, you can you go for it. People use them in competitions and win with them. Um, the only things with pellet smokers is if something goes wrong with it, you got to be able to change out that part to keep it going. Or you got to have be able to transfer it from one to the other if something was to happen, uh, which is why you see some, some people kind of use pellet smokers and, you know, drums or something else that kind of, uh, for other meats, you know, they may use, you know, uh, a pellet smoker for their chicken or brisket or something, but they do have more than one, and they are just using all pellet smokers just to, just in case something happens, you know, because the first competition we went to, one of the people that was next to us used a pellet smoker, and he said what Darren his brisket cook, um, it went out, the part went out, he didn't know what to do, it took him probably about three, four hours to finally figure out, fix it, to get it back up and running. And by the time that was, he was already three or four hours behind, the, you know, behind on brisket. He had to basically crank it up and, you know, just kind of went with it. And, you know, it was like us. We didn't get any walks. Um, 
but you know that stuff happens. It doesn't happen a lot, but you know you kind of got to be willing and have that in the back of your mind. What 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 happens if this does happen? Does occur? But yeah, those are that's mine. Uh, and then the other one, one of the other ones was um, what kind of you know what's your thought on propane grills? If you use one, would you use one? Would you buy one? What I we have used one, so there's that. Um, I don't think I would buy one now, just because I've used the charcoal, the propane, propane, and I have gas in my house, so that's my reasoning for not really wanting one of a propane, but. If I had a, if I didn't have it, you know, um, the propane, you know, there's, it has its advantages. Hey, I can cook a steak or I can cook something real fast, fire the grill up, get it to temperature super fast, throw it on there and get it off. Um, there's a flavor difference between charcoal and gas um, that you taste. I, some people say they can taste the propane in the food. I don't know. I'm, my palate's not that great to, yeah. to do that. Um, it's like people that will only drink bo uh, bottled beer. They won't drink it out of the can because they can taste the aluminum. It all tastes the same to me. But uh, that's my thought as to that is I wouldn't buy another. I wouldn't buy one um, just because, you know, you do have to get the, the you once you buy one, you gotta then get the propane thing, and that's forty to fifty bucks. And most of the time, you're gonna have to buy another one, so that's ninety bucks right there that you spent on. Yeah, um, I've used propane grills. Uh, there's nothing wrong with them. Um, definitely, I, you know, I wouldn't buy one if that was the only one um, I could get, but. Certainly, nothing wrong with it. Um, if you want to use pro propane grill, go for it. Um, definitely, if you do have one of those defined pallets, you're able to taste you know, what's in something, what kind of rubs, what kind of seasonings in it, all that kind of stuff. Um, you're able to take taste the propane, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, you're better than better than us. I can tell taste the difference when we when i've used it um i think junior had some issues he's gonna hop back in once he gets that figured out uh, but like i said nothing wrong with propane grills nothing wrong with pellet smokers you got to use what you got know your grill um, all that kind of stuff you know your whether you're using offset charcoal lump uh, briquettes if you're using straight wood uh, reverse flow whatever kind of smoker or you know grill you're using know how to use it be able to cook on it as long as you are producing that good barbecue that is what is important um, let us know if y'all got any got any questions we do have some other questions like i said um some of the other guests chad is going to hop on once he is able to get done with his event and get situated mags is trying to get home so he can get his audio fixed um the general hop back in here in a little bit once he gets that his situation figured figured out i believe yeah his internet 
connections or something. Um, I want to keep this show going. Let me pull up what other questions we had. Uh, and of course, we'll go back to. Let's see. There comes Junior back with his stuff. Why he's getting situated? Again, small business shout out. Uh, George Kano Jr. GC seasoning. Um, be sure to check out his his product, uh, his GC seasoning rubs. He's also got some good health foods that if you're looking to get on that diet for work, uh, be sure to uh, check his stuff out. Um, that's you know one of the small business. Of course, you know you pick up his stuff along with some of ours at Joe's Meat Market there in Murray City. And if you got some small business you want to shout out, drop them in the comment and we'll share those as well. Are you back now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. I don't know what happened with the internet here at the house. Um, that could pose a problem. <laughs> um, it will not connect. So I'm back to on the phone. So <laughs> forgive me for my technical difficulties. Yep. Uh, and that's what it, like I said, this is the show's live. We're going to roll with it no matter what. Uh, but yeah, that's what, like I said, whether whatever grill you're using, propane, pellet smoker, offset, reverse flow, uh, charcoal grill, whatever grill is, um, you maybe you're making a hole in the ground. Uh, know how to use it. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Um, if we don't know the answer, we will point you in the right direction. And as long as you and your family are cooking uh, together and are enjoying it, that's the only thing that matters. Um, and then, that is it. And then what was your small business shout out again once you get back? broker to send him some love send him some business uh in his time of need uh and i think he i forget i think it's like the, the big pig or something like that where he actually does some cooking um check them out as well if you're in the area you cannot go wrong with his stuff i promise you that uh so definitely go check his stuff out uh from there Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely, yeah. If you're up there uh, near go or going through and you come across the big, big uh, barbecue, be sure to stop in, give that stuff a try. Um, let us know how it tastes. And if you see the barbecue broker, tell them Big Sun's Barbecue sent you. You know, give them a little trouble. That's what we that's what that's what we do. We cause a little trouble. Yeah, bust his chops a little bit. Bust his chops. That's what he always said. Um, you know. We give him a hard time, uh, for sure. Uh for us. But yeah, a lot of great businesses out there. And of course, if you need a small business shout out, if you need, hey, my buddy has a good place uh that I think is greater. He has a good product. It does not necessarily have to be barbecue related. We've done realtors. We've done photographers, videographers, uh, you name it, we've done it. Uh, 
and we'll continue to do it because helping the small business is helping everybody. Uh, let's not just give our money to the big corporate chains. Let's help out the small businesses that help us out, that are willing to help out other small businesses like us. And let's all go to the top uh, from there. So if you got a thing, let us know. Hey, give us a shout out on the next podcast and we will take, we got you. So uh, we'll, we'll help you out. Uh, and then one of the other questions that come from George Kano Jr. was, uh, what is your favorite grill? I know you only have a Weber, uh, but let's say money was no object. You can pick out whatever smoker. Um, you own the house. You can be able to, you know, whatever you wanted to do, whatever smoker you want in that backyard. Chelsea gave you full permission. Here's X amount. Here's a blank check. You can go get whatever you want. What smoker are you looking at, or what type of smoker would you be getting? Um, did it pause? Yeah, you're freezing. Okay. Um, what type of smoker? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm trying to look up Facebook comments, so I'm not going to be able to do that and do this. So, um, blank check, buy whatever I want. I think I would go with the good old fashioned. I don't know. I like the drums. I like the convenience of them. But to me, there's something like having a setup like. Uh, Rick has with from Weed and Boys having it mounted to the back. You have your cookie section back there, having the big old 50 gallon, whatever 500 gallon drum smoker, steak burner. Uh, I think that's what I would have to, I would want is something like that. Something like, something that. like Dorothy, yeah. yeah, that's something I would probably say that's my favorite. Uh, definitely, you know, uh, money, no object, probably buying something like that. That's honestly my favorite smoker that I own. Um, yours is obviously going to be your Weber smoker because you're, that's the only one that you got. Um, but are you going to make it sound bad? <laughs> uh, you know, you, like I said, you can't go wrong with the drum smokers too. Those are those are so convenient. You're able to kind of you can smoke it low and slow, hot and fast. Um, you know, if you're in like an apartment or something where you're running and you don't want something big out there that's something another option um, if you had your own home definitely you can get you uh, offset something like that as well uh, you can't go wrong with either one of those um, but yeah those were some of the questions that George Kano you know proposed was you know same thing Chris favorite wood chart was spending on charcoal pellets favorite grill if you got, if y'all got comment, y'all got questions, post them down below. You got any questions right. or something you want to talk about? Okay, so here's the thing, and a lot of people have said it. Uh, a good friend of ours, Ed, uses this type of wood. Um, our uncle uses a certain type of wood. You didn't mention it amongst your wood things that I can recall. What's your dislike with mesquite wood? Uh, I've never personally used mesquite wood. Is is just produces a lot of 
heavy smoke. So if you're cooking something like a brisket, you don't want to use just mesquite wood because it's going to produce too much smoke that's going to overpower the meat, which is why I use kind of pecan because it's more of like a mellow type smoke, you know, mild. Um, where versus mesquite, it's going to be that heavy smoke. You're going to kind of have to, you know, use some different types of wood to kind of help bring down that flavor of it. So you don't want to overpower it. You know, where if you've gone somewhere and you tasted something, you're like, oh, it seems kind of off. You know, it's kind of got a bitterness taste to it. Sometimes it could be because of the smoke, you know, whether it's uh, heavy smoke, you know, dirty smoke, whatever the case may be. Sometimes that could be the case of why you get that bitterness in there. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, for sure. But yeah, it's definitely not something I've ever seen you cook with or even attempted to cook with. Um, I know we have some uncles that want us to do a battle, use a mesquite, and I'm just like, no. It's, it's, it just, it's not a fair fight uh, for one to begin with. So um, let's see. Hmm. If you had the trailer of your dreams, do you know things? Would you go with a truck to pull it, or would you go with the massive RV that drives to pull it? Is that going to competitions, or what are you, what are you talking Correct. About? You know which ones. I'm like the Madden Cruiser type one that's pulling your barbecue pit, or do you? Or would you rather just have like a, a dually or a, a truck to pull it? I'd rather have a truck to pull it uh, just because, you know, if you want to go somewhere, you still have the capability of going somewhere versus, you know, going an RV at the kind of, you know, at the button, set everything up. You got to drive, try to find it. You got to put gas back in it, um, all that kind of stuff. With the um, truck, you're able to have all that convenience with it. Um, you save a little bit less gas, I believe. You don't have to worry about getting, you know, that Class C or whatever license that you may need um, to pull it. And plus, you can afford $100,000 for it. Difficulties. And Mags is still trying to get back in as well. Um, and then, like I said, we're still waiting on... Damn, I promise you. <laughs> And then we're still waiting on uh, Chad's going to come on a little bit later. Um, I know Kano Barbecue, Chris Kano probably is on. I know he's on vacation, so he's enjoying his vacation for sure. And, of course, ha happy late birthday to both Chris and Curtis Kano with Texas Extreme Barbecue. Like I said, check out Texas Extreme Barbecue, uh, Texas Brew, uh, and Q Junkies. Um, also check out North Texas Barbecue Addicts. You can also check out Texas Barbecue Chapter. All those groups are great. Check them all out. Find the ones that you like. Ask those barbecue questions in there. Um, here comes Chad. I believe, Chad, you just have to unmute yourself. Hey, man. How are y'all? Pretty good. Hey, so Chad, come back in from his, his uh, event that he had going. So if you're out in West Texas, you're going through Pampa, be sure to hit up Roll the Dice Barbecue. He's got some amazing barbecue. I'm not just saying it. I've had it. And it 
It's delicious. That potato salad was good. Like I told him, I don't like potato salad, but I ate all that potato salad. I'll tell you that much. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So, what all? What all that mess? We got we got some questions for you, uh, but before we ask those questions, just go ahead and tell the people uh, who you are and how you got into barbecue. Um, so my name's Chad. Um, I have Roll the Dice Barbecue in Pampa, Texas. <clears throat> I got into doing it just for the competition side of it uh, and enjoy cooking. You know, um, I think all of it, everybody's enjoying it. So that's how they get started. Um, <clears throat> so uh, just kind of took it to the next level. We were doing competitions and then decided let's uh, – Let's get a trailer and get started trying to sell it and, and see how that works. And then it's just kind of uh, turned into its own monster, so to speak. Yeah, I know you had an event that went on, what, a week or two ago um, that you had asked me for a special rub. Uh, and like I said, hey, I understood the situation. We're going to make sure we give you the tools to succeed out there. But how did that event go? So that event actually is this coming weekend. It's the uh, the twelfth, I believe. Whatever that next weekend is. Um, yeah, it's coming weekend. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we just we have a guy that has some allergies to some stuff, and uh, of course, you know, call up Randy, explained it to him, and see what he could do because we definitely want to use that product. So um, man, it was sure nice. I'm sitting there looking at the bag right now. <laughs> Like, you know, like I said, we want, I want you to succeed. Uh, but, yeah, some of the barbecue questions that we had was, what is your favorite type of wood to use? Um, you know, whether it be beef, pork, chicken, uh, you know, just overall, what's, what's your go-to wood? Um, my go-to, I would say, is probably hickory. Um, I use a lot of hickory, a lot of post oak. So, um, it depends. If I'm doing like some appetizers and stuff like that, I'll even throw some mesquite in. But um, for you know, ninety percent of it, it's it's hickory. Now, do you have a preferred charcoal that you prefer to use? Um, I'm sorry, you recommend to people. Do you have a preferred charcoal? Um, we use the B and B. That's we use their wood and charcoal or, or their lump anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, that's the, what we use. You use as well. The B &B, very, very consistent. Yes, the B and B, and then uh, mix that with some big Salinas porker and holy garlic, and man, you've got something going. Oh yeah, for for sure. Don y'all y'all hot and pampa. Make that drive. It is worth worth it to try that barbecue. Um, and then uh, the last question we had just answered was. Um, your favorite grill. Um, and then what I kind of proposed to Junior as well was money is no object. You know, your wife tells you, hey, here's a blank check. Go and buy whatever grill that you want. What one, what's your favorite grill? And if you had a blank check, what grill are you buying? Oh, goodness. <laughs> that's, that, that's a tough one, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so honestly, I, I want to go kind of old school. And I'm going to go with the Weber Smoky Mountain. I mean, I love those for competition. Um, very consistent. 
on on ours, I actually am running the uh, the fans on them to kind of help control everything. But those uh, man, those Smoky Mountains are hard to beat. Um, and then if I could get anything I wanted, um, man, I like I like Jambo, um, Jambo. Jambo pits, um, or maybe even an old Hickory. Them, them old hickories, man, they, they do some work too. Yeah, you can't go wrong with either one of those two for sure. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Tactical Smoke Barbecue, thank you for joining. There's another amazing barbecue cook out there in West Texas. Um, Max is still trying to get signed in. I'm not sure what exactly is going on. <laughs> uh, but he'll get it. We'll get it figured out and he'll hop in and as well. Um, and then, you know, like I said, this is the whole thing is this about backyard barbecue. So if you have a backyard barbecue question, ask it. We will answer it. We'll give you our opinion on it. Um, the topic Jenner had proposed as well was, what's your favorite way to cook a chicken? All right, Junior. So you're going to start that? Uh, mine? No. I'm not going to start that. <laughs> Mine would be ch- cooking like chicken wings um, and just kind of, I've got a Weber kettle, so hot and fast, uh, it, little indirect, so they get some smoke in there as well. And then um, we fin- we've done them direct heat, so we know they're cooked, you know, that way they're cooked really fast, so we can um, sauce them if we're going to sauce them. Last time, I don't think we did. We just we seasoned them up a couple different ways, uh, and then we went and had at it. Uh, so we may do that in a couple of weeks where we sauce them. So we may throw it back out, back on the grill a little bit to, to let the sauce sink in, but uh, I haven't decided on which way yet. Yeah, the mine would mine be like just kind of hot and fast, you know, uh, getting that skin crispy. Uh, you know, if we're cooking chicken wings, like I, like I said, was, uh, Cook it on fast, 350, 375, get it nice and crispy. And then I'll kind of reheat it with some seasoning if I'm not going to sauce it. If I'm going to sauce it, then what I'll do is I'll kind of put it in a big old metal bowl, sauce, you know, toss it around, put it back on and let that sauce set. Uh, you know, cooking chicken hash is kind of kind of cooking like competition. You just kind of cook it hot and fast. Sauce it last 10, 15 minutes, and it's good to go. You can't go wrong either, you know, however you cook a chicken as long as it comes out delicious. That's it. The way the way I like doing wings personally is <clears throat> smoking them for an oh, hour and a half or so. And then I have a kettle that I carry with me um, and throwing it on that kettle for about an hour, um, you know, cranked up pretty hot. And then that makes seems to make that skin pretty crispy too. Um, I haven't ever tried. I'm always afraid doing hot and fast the whole time i'm going to open up the lid and there's going to be uh, you know some pieces of charcoal laying there on the grill grate something like that yeah yeah chicken Big wings are always, always good chicken wings you can't go wrong with chicken wings you really can't and i know he's listening and when i i'm a do not i'm not a fan of the uh blue cheese at all. If I'm going to dip it in something, it's going to be ranch. There you go. Mags, Johnny Mags over there, he likes his uh, blue cheese. To me, it's ranch. Maybe it's a Texas thing. I don't know. 
Now, Jenner, did you dial dial in? Yeah, I did both. Okay. Yeah, because we have. Yeah, I'm showing four. And I'm showing you on an iPhone video yeah. and you on audio. I, I did it both because the internet apparently is out in my area. So uh, <laughs> last time it kicked me off trying to do the signal. So I figured we'll dial in. Uh, my mouth might be moving a little bit different than the words are coming in. So that's why there's four people on this. I'm on two of them. You were throwing me off. I thought Max was in there for a second. Uh, Tactical Smoke Barbecue said he left cooking chicken on his unsected drum, hot and fast, spray butter based oil to uh, protect for a bit. Uh, so I'm guessing he's going to foil under it as like I would a competition or he's going to foil yeah. it. I've seen that as well. Um, that's another good, interesting way to cook it. And then he also asked for Chad, what event um, are you cooking in this weekend? Um, XIT, XIT Rodeo this weekend. Daniel's Daniel's a friend of mine. He's he's kind of in a neighboring town over in Amarillo. So we try to try to run into each other as often as we can. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's going to make that trip out there to, uh, to see you as well. Uh, from cool. what it sounds like, if you're asking, you know, if I'm asking – that's when I'm I'm gonna be going. Uh, We're busy, busy man, right now. That uh, we've got XIT rodeo this weekend, then we've got Pampa rodeo next weekend, and then uh, another event here in Pampa the weekend after that. So it's uh, just go like crazy, man. Oh yeah, you get, you're getting making that money, doing what doing what you love, enjoying it. You know, hanging out with with your son. You know, join everything with doing everything with your family. Uh, you know, can't beat that. Right. That. So, uh, Randy, have you ever? I think you may have, but have you ever uh, told Junior about? I guess one of the first times I actually called you, whenever I messed up my brisket and used the the wrong rubs and all that fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you were supposed to be using the noble, and you grabbed the pork rub and hit it with it. Yeah, it, it was kind of one of those exhausting, Uh-oh. exhausting nights, and uh, <laughs> you know, so I uh, we had a different trailer at the time, and everything was just kind of in uh, drawers and things like that, no rhyme or reason. Man, I just grabbed the wrong one, put it on there, and didn't realize it till it was too late, and that's been my brisket recipe ever since, and that's been. Uh, <laughs> Um, about about 16, 14, 16 months ago, and that's what I use on my brisket today. Wow. It was just kind of crazy. Just like Daniel said, too, mistakes can be game changers sometimes. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes when you mess up, it's it's for better better good because, you know, you you stumble on that recipe that you may never kind of come across. Right. But then that's the good thing about when you try shot. different rubs, you never know. Like, you know, if I make something, you know, I strictly make it for pork or I strictly use it for brisket myself. But then you have other people try, well, I tried it on this and it's delicious. I've tried it on that. Right. Messed up in your case, I put it on the brisket and, you know, got a call. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of people, they're like, so what, what do you put on, on this brisket or on, you know, beef ribs or dino ribs, you know, whatever. 
and I'll hand them a bottle of porker and they're like, well, no, I said like brisket and beef ribs. And I was like, I know what you said. And I'm telling you, this is what I use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just kind of crazy. And then they'll come back and, you know, and then they'll, they'll go find uh, our store down the road here in Pampa and, and get, get some uh, big slants from them and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we always appreciate that for sure. Uh, you know, but that's how, like I said, you know, sometimes mistakes mistakes happen every weekend. Mistakes happen every cook. And sometimes those are the best things that happen to you. Yep. Uh, was there, you, hey, do you have any other barbecue questions that come across, Junior? Or topics? Topics, barbecue topics. Yeah. Now that I can think of off the backyard top of my head, barbecue uh, topics. Uh, you know, what's so your what's favorite? The, we've asked what, you, yeah, what's his favorite thing to cook? And what's your favorite thing to cook? Uh, mine would be pork spares. Um, I just, I don't know. Those, those are a lot of fun to me, especially whenever you get into um, like the injecting and, um, you know, rubbing and, and all that stuff. So, um, I, and it's probably different for everybody, but, but to me, it's, it seems like pork, you can change the flavor on it really, really easy. Um, and it, it doesn't hide it as well, um, in my opinion. So, um, I think cause it's, it's kind of a little more critical, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, pork spares are probably some of my favorite. Do you like them sauce, not sauce if they're cooking in the backyard? Um, if I'm cooking in the backyard, usually, um, I'll just cook them and eat them, but you know, for serving out of the trailer and, and definitely comps, I mean, we'll glaze them and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Probably the same way for, for me for cooking pork spare ribs, definitely just kind of season them in the backyard, uh, competition. Now you do have to throw some extra flavors in there, whether, uh, Good sauce, good glaze, good finishing dust. Um, you know, definitely starts with a good injection as well. Um, sometimes Absolutely. people forget about that. Um, but yeah, definitely for cooking stuff at backyard, definitely can't go wrong with the salt, pepper, garlic, um, layers of flavor. If you want to try that, uh, definitely comes out good. Uh, I know Junior's first rec, he cooked what we just used salt or. Uh, what is use the holy garlic is what you use for the, the holy garlic and no bull rub. Yep. They come out good. Of course, he's cooking baby bags, not spare ribs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, nothing wrong with it except for the price. Right. So the price <laughs> is here. <laughs> Yeah, that was a shock. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation, Randy. Yep. Good night. Yeah, I know Good down night. here there's not very prices and not in, decrease a lot. Not on ribs. Not on ribs. One iota. Let's see. And then Tactical Smoke also said uh, he likes to cook like I'm competing every cook, even in the backyard. Always a test, kick, test kitchen in my house. I think we're probably the same way. 
Um, and then he asks, have you ever heard of using Tang for injecting on chick? I have not. I haven't heard that one. No. I've had Tang, but never, never injected with that. I had not had Tang you know, since I was a kid. I have to might have to play with that a little yeah. bit. That'd be interesting in some wings for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that would definitely yeah, I could see that and you know, definitely giving a different flavor in chicken. Uh I don't feel probably like, hmm. now we're gonna probably see that trend you people using <laughs> it's all be, gonna be <laughs> tactical yeah. smoke done started something now. He's either playing with us or he's on. He's on this. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, Your niece, Randy. I can see you. What? Yeah. Uh, how do you? How do you prefer your steaks? If you're at, if you were, the wife says, "Hey, you know, cook me up a steak." How are you cooking that steak? Is there anything other than like extra well? I'm kidding, Randy. Don't 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 even. I'm gonna have to, have to boot you from this line. I'm gonna hung up the call. I'm gonna hung up the call. Like, <laughs> leaving the meeting. <laughs> uh, medium rare, maybe medium, but usually medium rare. Now, what what did you season it with? What do I season it with? Yeah. Um, holy garlic. Holy garlic. Um, so that, that my son actually did a cook, um, and won the steak, um, here in Pampa and he used, uh, Sassy Joe's and Holy Garlic. Oh, yeah. Sassy Joe's. That's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. And he was 15 at the time and, and won, won the steak division. Oh, yeah. It was just a small little cook off, but still it was, uh, he was pretty proud. Yeah. I it's a proud, that's hey, a proud dad moment right there for sure. Yeah. To oh, yeah. You know, come out of the comfort zone and do something for the first time and win. Uh, definitely, yeah. Cooking a steak, probably the same thing, you know, rare, medium rare is what we kind of prefer. Um, you know, what me and Jenna prefer. Our family, otherwise, you know, it's medium, medium well. Uh, medium well. Sure, we're not cooking it well done. Baby. <laughs> Well done and some ketchup. No, this ain't. We're not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I using ketchup on steak. Uh, but yeah, for sure. No. You know, holy garlic. Maybe hitting it with some. Uh, I've kind of gotten used to hitting with Texas oil dust. Their AP. Right. And then hitting with some Red River blend from Ponchos and Lefty. Um, and of course, some holy garlic on there as well. It's a kind of good, good flavor profile. Um, I'll use. Just because they provide so much different flavors and for a steak, uh, but you know I've used just holy garlic. I've used you know holy garlic and noble, just the noble. Um, you cook it, perfect tenderness. That that steak's gonna come out delicious. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Junior? Are you cooking that steak? What you uh, medium rare, of course. Anything over that, I think it's overcooked. Uh, for me, if it comes out medium, okay, cool. Um, that's kind of why I order that because at the worst case, you're going to get it medium. Um, and I've kind of convinced 
wife to do it that way. Uh, she'll go medium is the most, but she she likes that there. Um, but you know, like you said, her parents. Um, me seasoning it. I think the last time I cooked steaks, I did the holy garlic with the no bull rub. A little bit of both. Let them sit for a little bit. Threw them out there on the grill, uh, and they came out awesome. So uh, that was pretty much the way I've done it. I haven't experimented uh, with too much stuff yeah. uh, as far as my steaks. I like it a certain way, and I want to just try to meat too expensive to experiment. Yes. Yeah, that is for sure. Uh, I know, like, briskets right now here at Kroger, you can get a, the coupon, like two forty nine. I think is what I paid. Yeah, two forty nine for five, uh, or up to five briskets. Uh, but most of them, like prime briskets, now are back up to four or five bucks. Um, choice briskets, you know, three fifty to four bucks. Same thing with select. I mean, it's kind of hit and miss. Sometimes you know the primes are. Just as bad as the ones that are like the Kroger special. Uh, sometimes, you know, those Kroger ones are just as good as the primes. It's kind of hit and miss. Um, I don't know how it is over there in, you know, Pampa. It's probably the same situation. Same. Same. And it's uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of, I, I, I see stuff on Facebook where people are finding it cheaper and, you know, finding sales and, Man, I think every time I see that, it's like at a Kroger or an HEB and, and all that. And the closest HEB we have to us is uh, in Lubbock. So that's about 180 miles away. Um, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely changed for sure. Even even pork shoulders, um, man, those things have went crazy too. So yeah. it's, it's definitely something you got to look at now. Yeah. Yeah, prices have gone up every, on everything. I think some I've heard uh, there's now like a ketchup short, shortage. Uh, so some people are producing a lot of barbecue sauces. You may not be able to find their barbecue sauce here in a little bit because it's wow, it's getting kind of hard to to get some stuff. Uh, you know, it's the nature of the business that we live in right now. You just kind of have to roll with the punch and hope that when yeah. everything gets back to normal, you're able to. You're, Standing up and able to kind of keep going. Um, for sure. For sure. But it's funny because we joke about it with our dad. And he's, when we first looked for brisket, when we first were getting into it, his brisket prices were 79 to 99 cents a pound. It hadn't been that way since when we were kids. And he, that's how he stuck in his mind. And now he sees it. Four dollars, three dollars, and he's like, "Yeah, that one seventy nine that we initially brought briskets at, or those those prices, we would love to have those prices yeah. back." <laughs> so that definitely tells you the time change uh, from the prices for sure, because he's seen them go from all the way from seventy nine cents, if not lower than that, to four or five dollars a pound. It's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, sometimes he's able to find those bris those good deals as briskets, and like, hey, you know they're on sale here on Market Street. They're on sale over here, um, you know, at this place. Or, you know, I talked to your uncle and he's saying, hey, don't buy it, you know, at Market Street because United is uh, going on sale next week or, you know, they're going back up. 
you know, sometimes that's the case. Um, you know, so he sometimes he's able to, like I said, he beats us, beats me to it. Um, but you, some, you just gotta have to find find what you can find cheap uh, and be able to make your money, especially you know running the full food truck um, or catering, big in the backyard. You just gotta get what you can get. Well, and you've been you've been doing a lot on the weekends too, um, some cooking for people and stuff like that. And how's all that going? I mean, it's going good. Right now, it's kind of slowing down. You know, starting the new job with Texas Instruments, so it's kind of. Uh, then we got one coming up on the twenty fifth this month, and then after that, uh, we're going to try to be doing you know my days off cooking up some briskets to kind of earn some extra cash. Uh, you know, trying to save up. Definitely, Texas Texas Instruments is an easy job, but it's not one of those jobs you're going to see me there there for 30, 40 years, like some of the people that are there. If I make it a year, hey, great. <laughs> <laughs> but the plan is, you know, you know, to be in the same same position you're in, you know, running a food truck, being able to just do barbecue all, you know, whenever I want. Uh, so just we're going to try to get there, um, like I said, cooking briskets every week or cooking something this, you know, next week, you know, whenever we can to earn that extra cash, um, build, you know, bring in new customers, bring customers back. Uh, but, you know, they, briskets are coming out, coming out good. Uh, definitely the cooks are kind of getting there. Chicken, for whatever reason, cooking on an offset, I don't know what, it's hit and miss. Sometimes it's really, really good. Sometimes it's okay. Uh, but, you know, no complaints from customers. It's just me. I'm not satisfied with how the chicken's coming out right now. I need to get some of that rub from you and, and play a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can send you some. That way you can play with it and let us know. What you think of it? Because like we're that chicken rub, we're still kind of playing around with, trying to see, right? Uh, if we're on the right track, if we need to kind of add something, change something. Uh, you know, I have a store already wanting it, but said, "Hold up, you know, it's not for sale yet." We're just, <laughs> uh, testing it and you know, see what it, what, how good it is before we bottle it and then, you know, right. It's definitely something you could go normal and spicy. So I think you'd be good there. Yep. From it, but uh, I'm sure you've made change it since the last, since the sample I have in there. Uh, so, because uh, that's the one thing about you, you will make changes with the quickness. So, uh, no, yeah, I, hadn't, I hadn't changed it. It's good. It's, no, yeah, so the same, the same thing I'm just, that Chad's going to get is going to be the same thing that I've got, same thing that Junior's got. Um, same thing that Ed tried. Um, I haven't changed anything yet because I'm still. I want to hear people, you know, see what they think. Whether it's, you know, maybe too sweet, uh, maybe it needs more heat. Um, needs, you know, whatever the case may be, is maybe it needs a spice that I hadn't thought of uh, to kind so of set it off. The, the last time you'd sent me some chicken rub to <clears throat> to try out, I don't believe you had quite released your peach sauce yet and man that peach sauce is a game changer on that chicken yep. 
I would be interested in in trying that for sure because it's a uh, man. It's it's some good stuff. Oh yeah, that that peach sauce is a game changer for sure. I need to make some more uh, peach sauce, and I need to get some more uh, spicy peach sauce in as well. Some people that wanting that as well. Um, but it's just trying to find you know find the time to get everything done. It's just time, Randy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's only seven days in the week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, next week, next week, I'll be able to kind of catch up on some of that stuff because, you know, I'll be working just three days. Um, so I'll be off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'll have more time to get stuff done this week. I'm just I don't want to do anything. My legs are sore. My feet are hurting. Um, like I said, the job's easy. It's just walking around on for 12 hours on metal uh, with the shoes they gave you at home. No <laughs> shoes don't work. They're $200, but, you know, I'll keep those $200 shoes you gave them to me, but no. My dogs be barking. <laughs> but, yeah, I said just, just finding time. Um, there was another question I was going to ask. I forgot. It said steak, chicken. Uh, is there something that you want to cook in the backyard but hadn't cooked yet? I haven't done a lot with like fish, and and there's there's a lot of people that do. And um, man, I've got a friend that's man, he has all cedar planks and and you know and the whole nine and. Um, and he gets really into it and it always looks like something kind of fun. Um, I just had never really had the opportunity. And, and I guess when I have that thing called time, I just have something else to fill it. So, um, but yeah, I think trying to cook some fish and stuff would be pretty cool. You, you want to grill the fish, smoke it, smoke it or. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking smoke, smoke it probably. Um, now, Bryce, he's actually gotten out there and grilled uh, tilapia, tilapia, whatever, um, and went all out with it. I mean, it, it turned out really good. Um, but, I mean, it took him a while because you have to have the heat just right, and um, you have to have everything, you know, use duck fat to keep everything from sticking and, um, you know, all that. So, um, it's it's – I guess he has the patience for it. Yeah. The only thing I've done fish-wise is uh, we've done it to where we've put it in a foil, put it on the grill. Um, we kind of cooked it that way. Uh, I hadn't cooked a whole lot of it besides that. Uh, I think the other thing that we've been wanting to try, just hadn't had the opportunity to do it yet, is doing a whole haul. Um, yeah. uh, we had the smoker to do it. We just hadn't had the money or had the time to go and buy the pig and you know cooking just for four or five of us we're not gonna be able to to finish all this is gonna be able to find the event find the opportunity to be able to, to do it right uh, that's something you know i'm interested in doing to see how see how it turns out old hog's fun it's 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 definitely time consuming but uh um 
So my offset, you haven't, you haven't ever seen it, but it's, uh, it, I can do about a, I don't know, 70, 80 pound hog and, and do pretty good with it. But um, first time I ever tried doing one on it, they gave me like 120 pound one and it just didn't work out. Cause we couldn't even get the thing in there. Like I wanted it. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Definitely enjoy it. Now, how did, what did you season it with and all that? Did you base it with sauce? Yeah, we just, a lot of apple juice. Um, just keep, keep basting, basting with apple juice. And, um, at that point, um, I want to say we were using. I don't even. I don't even remember. It was before the big Salinas. Before I started getting into what you have, um, but like I said, the big thing was we just kept spraying it. Like we have one of those pump up sprayers, and uh, yeah, just kept spraying with apple juice and keep it keep it moist and moist. Yep. Yeah, I've seen people do that, and then I see people kind of. Um, Basting, basting it with sauce um, mm-hmm. ever so often um, to kind of do it that way. Um, you know, there's so many different ways you can to cook it. Uh, so that'd be something that we would do uh, and just being able to kind of do it would be the kind of ultimate thing to, to have it turn out real good. The, you know, ultimate skill test. Uh, see. So I got a question for y'all. What's uh, probably one of the most fun things you've you've cooked? Oh, one of the most fun things. Uh, probably, I mean, uh, honestly, it would probably be the first uh, tomahawk I cooked. Uh, yeah, to have that come out really good and you know, tender and moist. Uh, it was honestly kind of like, you know, grabbing it and like, okay, how, how is this going to turn out? Is it going to be too rare? Is it going to be overdone? Uh, being able to kind of cook it and being able to kind of hold it and be like, look, look at this, you know, this kind of one. Uh, but that was probably, you know, my most fun cook is cooking that tomahawk. I mean, I don't want to go kind of brisket because, you know, brisket's, you know, my favorite thing to cook is, you know, brisket. Uh, just because, you know, I've worked so hard to try to perfect it. Right. Um, I think he's still trying to get back into it. Yeah. So we had, uh, I had some people ask me to do a birthday party slash New Year's Eve party top deal. And, and I said, well, what do y'all, what do y'all want me to do for it? Um and they said, well, you know, surprises. There's going to be, you know, 30 to 40 people. Just here's our, the money we can spend on it, whatever you can fit into that. And so I was like, okay. So it's probably one of the most fun things I've put together. And that was a barbecue charcuterie board. Um, it had brisket, ribs, pork. I lined it with like sausage, had uh, piles of potato salad and slaw in the middle of it. And just had like all the ribs and everything circling all of that. And that was probably probably one of the most fun things I've put together. Um, of course, it could have fed double of, of the people that were there. But, yeah. um, but man, that, that was a lot of fun. I took a lot of pictures of that deal. 
Yeah, I bet. Uh, so he posed a question, Junior. What's uh, the most fun cook that you've cooked? The most fun, fun yeah. cooked. Um, or the best. Cook? <clears throat> you don't have you. I know you have a lot of options to choose from. Personally, cooked would be the ribs when I did them one day. Um, I thought they came some. I tried Dr. Pepper ribs, soaked them in Dr. Pepper the night before, uh, kind of brined them a little bit like that way. Uh, those came out very tender and pretty good the next day. Uh, but the cook that I think I enjoyed the most that we've done together was the competition in Ennis. Uh, when you had Jambo out there, you had, uh, who, I forget the other one, Johnny Trigg was out there and a bunch of big name other stars were out there. And you, we actually had fire issues, uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, so we had to restart the fire at about four in the morning. We just kind of stayed up and went there. We had to deal with the weather, um, it was raining. We were actually flooding. Our bottom step to our RV was on the water. Like it was level with the water that we're at. And we started to get through that to get to the pit uh, and then walk quarter of a mile, maybe a quarter mile half to the thing. And I remember falling at one point and in the box so we could make the turn in time. Uh, we didn't get a call that day. We finished pretty good overall. I thought, uh, but uh, to me, that was a real good cook. We were a lot of fun that day. Yeah, that was a that was a good cook. Uh, so that one, uh, I don't know if I told you, Chad. So when we got there, I had a Colorado, um, and I was pulling my you know my pit. Um, and my dad was pulling his RV. Well, the people that were in front of us, um, they had they took off this. ATV, um, I'm not sure exactly what, what it was. But they took it off. It didn't work. So just kind of set it there. So they drove to and from turnings with those big mud tires. So every time they were going through, they were making this divot in there. Uh, and people were saying, someone's going to get stuck. Someone's going to get stuck. Well, they end up pulling um, my dad out so that way he didn't get stuck. But they pulled the RV out, and then my dad just followed. So I had to pull the smoker out. Well, lo and behold, who gets stuck? This guy. You do. I managed to hit one of those divots by like that much. Got stuck in there. And the guy comes and I had it on the traction mode. And the guy hit it off. It says floor, 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 floor. Well, next thing I know, he comes around and he's covered in mud. He's like, just leave it. And then he and looks, he goes, oh, you turn the traction off? I said, no, you turn the traction off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that one was an interesting one. But someone ended up uh, pulling everything out. Um, so, and then luckily, the people that were in front of us were nice enough. Said, yeah, it was our mistake. We'll go, well, you know, you help us load this. We'll get everything. We'll get y'all taken care of. Um, so that helped help us both the truck out and then the smoke route. Um, but, yeah, that. That one was a mess, but it was it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, but there's been some good cook stuff, you know, we've done. Uh what's your what's your favorite cook cook off that you've went to? Um well the most memorable one would probably be 
Um, went to one. <clears throat> so I have a, a friend that, that I'm helping kind of get started into the cook-offs and stuff like that. And I guess this was a little over a year ago. Um, and he had my big offset trailer and I had my previous enclosed trailer with all my, my Weber's in it. Um, and we set up and he started cooking and then I started cooking and then it decided to start raining. Kind of like you were saying, it just didn't stop. Like it was, uh, you know, there was, I don't remember exactly how many offsets there was there that day. Um, but every one of them just were fighting, keeping temp because of the rain. I mean, you can't really park an offset underneath uh, a canopy. I mean, I guess you could, but it's going to might get fun. Um, and so none of them were covered or any of that. And I mean, it just like my buddy that had, that had my offset, his, his temp went from 255 to like right about 110 in a matter of like 25, 30 minutes. And he just couldn't get it relit, couldn't get it going. So by the end of it, uh, there was, I want to say there was like 16 teams or something like that. It was a pretty small one. And I think only like four teams turned in um, because everything was was just wet. Uh, half the teams just decided to go home. They were done. So um, it's probably the most memorable one. Um but uh, probably probably my best one was in a, a town kind of here by us. Um, we had done the cook, you know, up all night, turned in. That was just a two meat. We turned in ribs and brisket. Um, and this was a month after my oops with the porker. Um, and so they said, okay, awards are at six. And so it's 420, something like that. So uh, my son and I just got in the truck, air conditioned, kicked back you know, set alarms and all that. Well, then we wake up to people banging on our windows saying, hey, um, they've, they've done the award. You know, I might want to come up this way, uh, you know, and, and see see how it went. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll head that way. We, we thought it started at six. Well, they decided to start early. Um, and so we were on the way up there, and this other guy stops. And he's like, dude, y'all just, like, won it all. And I was like, wow, okay. Um, so basically we got up there and, and that, that mishap with the porker and everything on the brisket took first place in the brisket. And then we took first place in the ribs, um, uh, won the whole event, um, and didn't even get our, hear our name called. Uh, <laughs> so it was, uh, like I said, it, it was, it was a fun event. Um, definitely, but that's, I've had a few people ask me, and I said, yeah, that's probably one of the most fun ones, but I said we missed having our name called, so uh, we'll just have to do it again yep. and see, see if we can do have the same results. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you definitely have to do that again. Uh, yeah. I've, I've always hated when they'll tell you, okay, we're going to turn in these times, and then the judging is going to be – you know, four or five, six o'clock, whatever time it is. And then all of a sudden they come back. Okay, we're going to go ahead and judge now. Or we're going to go ahead and call the awards now. I'm like, well, you said at six o'clock. Now we're, you know, kind of getting everything ready. Um, like, okay, whatever. Um, you know, sometimes you just kind of, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point in the day, most of the time, <laughs> up most of the night. And, and you're just kind of like, 
I just want to unwind. Everything's yep. turned in. Um, you kind of go into chill mode. Yeah. Yeah. It's real nice. Once you get that last one turned in, just to kind of sit there, you know, for 30 minutes, an hour, however long it is, just kind of relax, you know, have a cold beer, beverage, whatever it is, you know, just kind of unwind and be able to say, how did the cook go? Uh, you know, eat a little bit, you know, put stuff up. Uh, and then it kind of throws you in the loop when they kind of say, you know, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and do it. Because um, now when you get back from awards, you're kind of scrambling to kind of get everything in, right. everything ready so you can go home. Uh, so, but yeah, sometimes those are the best best things because you know what? That may mean you can, you know, in your case, like you got those calls. Uh, bad thing is, yeah, you didn't hear your name. Right. And I know we you had talked about that your son was wanting to do a cook-off uh, on his own as, as he did, made up his mind on it. or Yeah, he's going to. to. He's actually talked to uh, a little bit, talked to uh, Daniel at Tactical. Um, he's wanting to kind of get into the SCA stuff and um, and do that. Uh, he loves doing the cook-offs. He just uh, – he's like, it just takes so long. And, I mean, and it does uh, if you're doing everything – nice and low and slow and all that, you know, but, um, but I think he's going to probably get into the, the steak side of it and, and play around with that. So. Oh yeah. Definitely following, uh, following Daniel will kind of help him. Right. uh, His goal for next year is to try to try to get to that big one in Fort Worth. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one, that one is a tough one. If you can get that call for sure. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm going to, I want to, I want to do that. He said, then we're going to holler at Randy and have Randy come hang out. So I was like, okay. So I was going to say, yeah, he makes it. We're all going to be down there to support him. I know uh, one of my buddies cooked it two, two or three years ago um, and kind of missed making the finals uh, by like two or three points. Oh man. Um, It was one of those situations. the, The judging, the judges did what they weren't supposed to do, just like in barbecue competitions. Sometimes they, they're not supposed to do judge it a certain way, and they end up judging it that way. Yeah. Um, in his case, uh, he cooked one side real perfect, the perfect lines, everything. The other side, he messed up. So he you know, switched it um, you know, the right way. So one of the boxes was great, but for whatever reason, halfway through the judging, the guy turned it over and says, look at this. And kind of met and met, you know, messed them up. Uh, but yeah, and I don't. I didn't think you were supposed to to, to flip it. That's yeah. The, you're, yeah, and you're not supposed to. Like I said, sometimes the judges will kind of go off and do their own thing, and they kind of mess it up. Right. In this case, it hurt them. Uh, but you, know, you cooked a delicious steak. Um, that's where coming, you know, learning from someone, uh, finding your recipes. That's going to be, you know different than everybody else kind of helps you yep. know a lot of people will use you know um, what's the big ones you know arcasippi combo uh you know sassy joe's um poncho and lefties cosmos another big one um, list goes on and on you know and people that will use those same recipes if you kind of you can use it but tweak it to where it stands out right you know, well, that's, that's like a- the stuff that he's played with. I mean, 
um, like on on his steaks, he he runs even when he's just cooking them at the house to kind of play with. I mean, he'll run sassy joes and all that, uh, but he's always got holy garlic on it. And and I said, so I said, what's the deal with that? And he said, that's he said that I just got to figure out that combination um, because he said that they they pair really well and they do. Um, and so he's a uh, he's definitely hung on the or he's hooked. I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun, definitely, um, especially watching him kind of learn it and, and play with different things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely keep us informed on, you know, when he does those. Uh, you know, something that we'll probably get into later on, is, you know, as we go. Uh, SCA is definitely a different, different beast to kind of tackle. Uh, but certainly, if you're able to get success in there, you know, you're a great cook. Right. Um, anything else you, you got to ask, Junior? That's all I got. Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. So. Nothing, nothing else I can think of. Uh, you know, we'll, Never we'll been. Have... I'm... Before, what are you going to say? No, that's it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely we'll have you back on the show, Chad. Maybe we'll, you know, when your son gets into it, we'll have your son on as well, talking about, you know, SEA and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but something that we kind of got into last year that we had had a guest on this year. Uh, we just want to turn this attention to you and be able to allow you to say thank you to, you know, family, friends, all the people that supported you. Uh, and then, of course, how people can find you in Pampa um, and where they can follow you on social media so they can stay up to date on where they can get that delicious, delicious barbecue. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, most definitely. I, I guess the, the, the biggest people I got to thank for letting me um, chase what I'm doing and chase my dreams and all that would obviously be uh, the wife and the kiddos um, because they, uh, they're the ones letting me do it. So um, you know, and then big Salinas, obviously, man, y'all, y'all put a lot of, a lot of iron on my wall. Um, you know, everybody's really enjoying the seasonings and, and everything we're pushing out of that trailer. Um, cause everything we push seasoning wise is obviously big Salinas. So, um, you know, big thanks to y'all, um, and what y'all have done with us and, and things like that. So, uh, you can find us um, pretty much the Instagram, um, Facebook. Uh, with, it's just Roll the Dice Barbecue or Roll the Dice BBQ. Uh, I actually have started a YouTube channel. Uh, my YouTube guru, I've about blown his phone up, I think. I'm trying <laughs> to figure this deal out. Um, but I'm actually in the in the process of working on that. That's going to be geared toward a lot of, of our events and um, things like that, um, kind of on the, kind of on the barbecue slash food truck side of it. Um, instead of learning how to cook barbecue, just kind of let everybody see the different side of it. Um, so, and that's roll the dice BBQ also. Um, but yeah, definitely a big thanks to y'all. Big thanks to my wife. Um, you know, we get to go out every weekend and do what we enjoy. Um, and like you'd said earlier, I get to do it with family. Um, we're already close to expansion. Uh, we're looking at another trailer and, um, 
we will be September 3rd will be our one year anniversary. So um, we've, we've grown that fast, um, which is just amazing. Uh, I'm still kind of in shock. Uh, we were, my wife and I were just talking tonight that, um, wow, it's just, it's just crazy. Never would have thought it. This was just going to be a weekend <laughs> hobby. Um, and, and it's just kind of taken off. So definitely lucky and blessed. For sure. I mean, we got some good barbecue, definitely. Uh, sky is the limit. Uh, and then where can they find you over the next course of the month? All right. So um, this weekend we will be in Delhart, Texas at the XIT Rodeo. Um, it's a PRCA rodeo. Um, we're actually heading up tomorrow. Um, be there all day Saturday. Uh, big orange trailer. Um, can't miss it. Has flames on it. I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, weekend after, I've got some catering events, or the week after, I've got some catering events. Um, and then next weekend, Pampa Rodeo, uh, we actually are doing a, uh, what we kind of started calling a double whammy because I get roped into it a lot. Um, we are actually having kind of a concession stand going on one side of the arena. And then my son and I are going to have our trailer going for the concert slash dance. They've got a, a red dirt singer coming in and uh, Saturday night, we're actually cooking some ribs for him with my new special rub and uh, for him and his band. And, um, and so that's the next weekend. And then uh, let's see the 20th. There's a big event here in Pampa called Pampa Fest. Um, they've got a bunch of food trucks. Uh, Josh Abbott, no, Josh Abbott, Jason Boland and the Stragglers will be here playing. Um, you know, if y'all are around, definitely come check that out. It's an all day, starts like at 11 in the morning, runs till 11 or 12 at night. Um, and yeah, the next weekend we have a big, uh, benefit for some, um, like just like Casa and, and, uh, and stuff like that, that we're doing that we're helping with. So, um, definitely I think we counted it. We have like seven weekends in a row left that we're. We're at events. So, uh, like I said, just super crazy, but, man, uh, wouldn't trade it for nothing. Definitely, yeah, you're going to stay busy. Uh, big things coming for y'all. Um, I'll let Jenna in this episode this week. Uh, again, my <coughs> small business shout-out. Yeah, you're going to end the episode. Uh, my small business shout-out was George Keno Jr. with GC Seasoning in Of course, if you're looking for some health foods, Health meals, I should say. Hit them up, George Cano Jr. on Facebook. Marjorie Seasoning on Instagram. Uh, he's got some amazing stuff. So if you're on that diet, kick, want to get healthy, hit him up. Uh, he'll cook you some delicious on the go meals for you to take to work. Uh, and then, of course, if you're looking for some new rub sauces to try, give our stuff a try, bigsnewsbarbecue.com. Uh, we've got three amazing sauces, four rubs. Travis has said his our stuff goes into the stuff he cuts. Uh, you know, like I said, I've had his barbecue. Definitely give give it a try. If you're in Pampa, driving through Pampa one weekend, make that stop worth a try. Give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, all those social media sites. Uh, you know, stay up to date on what we got going on what rubs we're coming out with, maybe what sauces we got coming out. Uh, where you're going to find it. If you want to try some stuff, 
that's where you're going to have to stay up to date on it. Uh, and of course, as always, give yourself a track. You never know. Just make it hook. I'm big taste, big flavor, big Salinas. There it is. And remember, this is our views, our opinions. Do what is best for you and your family. Give this stuff a try if you haven't tried it before. Uh, because that's what it's about. If you like it, and if, hey, y'all have good ideas, but I did this for my family, do it. Because like we said time and time again, the cost of meat is too high. Um, if you don't feel like trying something new, they don't do it. Um, do what's best for you and your family. Do what's best for your pocketbook. Uh, but do it with love, do it with passion. I do have a slight update on uh, my small business shout out, which was the barbecue broker and uh, his company out there uh, up north. His son is home, doing a lot better than yesterday. Let's continue our prayers from him because Mike said no parent uh, would want to get that. I'm a new parent, so I would hate to have to get that news uh, from there. So go hit him up, the barbecue broker on Facebook or anywhere else. Send them your prayers, send them your love, because that's what we're about. The barbecue family, we're a community. You need, if one of us is hurting, we're all hurting. We're all going to build up each other. Uh, like I said, when you're out there cooking, stay hydrated for sure, because it's hot, especially here in Texas. Do it with love, do it with passion, and we will see you down the road. Uh, the original five levels are big, healthy, husky, fluffy, and damn. People ask, what could be bigger than damn? 